0: Question is are you ready? My name's Matt. This is my brother Nick. We've been carrying tag team wrestling solely on our backs for the
1: past decade and a half. And that is 24-7-9-1174. But it's my
2: baby though. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Wrestling Heads Radio. You got Skits, and I am here with my co host, we got Nate. And joining us again, Matt Laurie. What is going on, fellas?
0: What's up, Skits? How you doing tonight? It's been a long time since I've done a podcast this late on a Sunday. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know usually we record
2: on Saturdays, but, uh, you know, things happen in, in our lives. So, we got to do it on Sunday so we can uh, bring the news to the folks. So, yeah.
1: I'm with it. Let's let's get to it.
2: Yes, sir. Elimination Chamber. Let's start off with <clears throat> Elimination Chamber. As uh, the Chamber uh, was uh, last weekend, it's crazy how the WWE like, just threw the Chamber at us very quick. Because I had no idea the Chamber was that day. I'm like,
0: I'm at you work. Like, someone, so it's kind of funny, someone, like, I found out about it on Saturday, forgot about it, like, five minutes later, and then found out about it again on Sunday, and then found out again on Sunday for the second time, like, right before the show happened. So, like, I literally, like, couldn't care less about, couldn't have cared less about Chamber. I mean, it was, we'll talk about it, but...
2: The thing about this... Like it, it kind of made me mad because we didn't get to like throw our results out, nothing. You know, it was like, so, so we mean, apologize I, folks, for for our results.
1: I'll tell you this: it was predictable. I, oh, it, it was, it was predictable, but it was. Fu- it's funny. Um, I know we'll get to it later, but I. It was one of the things I told Skits about. I actually texted him about it, and he told me, "You told me you weren't watching it." So I was like, man, was I the only one that kind of knew that elimination chamber was taking place on Sunday? But 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 it it came at me at the last second too. So I was like, I was like you guys, I I was like Nate, I knew about it Saturday, and I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and take my time and watch it. Why why not? What else
2: was I going to do on a Sunday? Right. So let's start off and go ahead and do some recap. So we had a United States um match the triple threat was originally supposed to be matt riddle keith lee and bobby lashley but it didn't happen i'm not sure i guess uh keith
0: lee's injured i'm not sure what the background is for the injury i think that's what i heard um i wasn't able to get clarification on it but yeah i think he was injured yeah i'm not sure what the background is i'm not sure what like what happened like i
2: i I think I'm about to look into that, for sure. Hopefully we'll get some answers while we're doing the show. But, so I guess they had like a Fatal 4-Way uh, with Ricochet, Ali, uh, John Morrison, and I think the other one was um, Eli- Elias. And uh, John Morrison got the win, so he got to be part of the uh, triple threat to take uh, Keith Lee's spot. So Lashley Riddle, John Morrison, and we have a new WWE United States Champion Matt Riddle. Are you guys surprised? Um not surprised? really shocked. For
3: sure uh,
0: not surprised either one.
1: I I I wasn't really surprised. I was here's how I kind of saw it was I knew they were going to take the the belt off of Lashley. It was just I didn't I it was just whether it was going to be Keith Lee or uh, Matt Riddle, I think the whole thing about it was they were going to put the belt on Keith Lee. But when the Keith Lee situation happened, then those plans changed. It, obviously, it would have been easier to put to keep the belt on on um, Lashley. But as we've been hearing, that they haven't figured out what they were going to do with you know the the title picture uh, for WW for WWE, title picture so who knew who knows what that was what was going to go down with that i thought they were going to keep the belt on lashley if keith lee wasn't there however it made too much it, i don't want to say it made too much sense but you could tell matt riddle was going to come away with that win as well just how the way that whole storyline was shaking up
2: yeah i would say also he, he was uh beefing with bobby and mvp and all those guys too so yeah i think they made the right decision matt riddle uh, I want to say this is his first um, title on the main roster. Yes,
3: yep. so it is.
2: Congratulations to Matt. So, uh, moving on, they had a women's uh, tag team championship match, which I didn't understand why they did this. I understand kind of why they did this. They try to keep they were trying to keep, keep Bianca and Sasha close to each other, so they uh, tagged up together and they went against Nia Jax. And uh Shayna Baszler. And uh of course Nia Jackson, uh Shayna Basler, they retained their titles. Uh nothing to talk about really there, but um I just say let's go ahead and move on.
3: Yeah, so
2: that's... moving on to the WWE Championship, uh for the raw uh side, you had Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston. Seamus Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton Elimination Chamber. Um your thoughts on this match. Um Matt.
1: Oh man. Um I thought it was kinda I, I thought it was kind of entertaining, honestly. Um again, predictable. It, it it was very predictable. However, I think um I don't know. I I, I I kind of, and I think this was the match that I kind of told you about I, I, where I said, hey, I think something's going to happen after this match. But predictable. But I, I don't want to say I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I was kind of entertained by it in an essence. But I'll wait for you to finish that, finish up the result for me to get into what I want to, uh, what I'll, I'll get into into that.
2: What's your thoughts on it, Nate, on this match?
0: Um... I thought this match was okay. I thought it was really clunky. Um, There were a few spots that I had issues with. I don't like the whole thing where a guy will, like, he's supposed to enter and then he doesn't, like, he doesn't enter what he's supposed to. Like, I can't remember who it was. I think it was, actually, no, it was AJ Styles. So he wins a match um, to enter last in the elimination chamber, okay? On um, I think it was Raw. And so he has the right to enter last and he entered the match earlier than he was supposed to. Um I thought it was really stupid because it makes AJ Styles look like a friggin idiot. He won the opportunity to be last to have the advantage. Why would he enter a second early? That's like number the number 30 Royal Rumble entrant coming in at like number 15 and saying to come in early. It made no sense. So that like that was my one main issue with the whole thing was that AJ Styles coming in early. The match was itself was okay. It wasn't the greatest chamber I've ever seen, but I've had issues with this chamber, like the chamber pay-per-view as a whole since they changed the structure. And I've seen three Elimination Chamber matches live with the old structure, so maybe I'm a little biased towards that, but um I understand like it's safer for the wrestlers. You don't have the steel floor. It's padded now, so it's... Well, um, actually, safer. it's
2: not padded. I was watching the uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, Coast it is. Game. It's and padded. It's padded. I, it's not. From what yeah. I... Listen listen to what I'm saying. I I just got finished watching the Sasha Banks uh, Steve Austin um, podcast and she said it looks padded but it hurts.
0: That's what she said. Padded, it hurts, but it's not what it used to be. You're landing on a pad underneath probably steel but there's a pad. Okay, It used to be no pad you land on steel when you land. Okay. So there's a little bit of padding just like When you land on the outside of the ring, there's a pad that's like uh, on the concrete. But still, it probably does still hurt. But I'm just saying there's padding outside the chamber now. So it's um, totally different than what it used to be. I get why they did it, because I remember a few years ago they, they said that they were having issues with being able to hang the, the old structure inside of venues because a lot of the venues were upgrading their setup so they didn't have the way, a way to hang it. So that's why they changed the structure because now they can just set it up, but or well will set it up, raise it, lower it, but it's a different hanging structure now. So I get why they changed it. And they also modified it for safety, but ever since they did that, it's like the matches are good, but to me, they're not the same. It's not, it doesn't have the same effect. You might as well call it something different. I get it. And, of course, Drew McIntyre comes up with the
2: W. But after the match, the man who was supposed to be in the division but, the, but they took him out to put Kofi Kingston in, the Miz cashes in and becomes the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Not a surprise. No, and
1: no, not at I, all. And, and Skits, I don't. You, I'm sure you remember. And I'll, I'll tell this to you, Nate, as well. Um, I text Kit. I text Skits about this actually. And this was, and this was predictable. And Nate, you might agree with me. You might not agree with me when they took the Miz out of the Elimination Chamber match when they, or when he said, "I'm withdrawing," or when they pulled him out. That was the first sign that he was going to cash in. You had to know he was going to cash okay. in right there, right
0: afterward. Was that on the show? I don't No, know it was on Raw. Okay, he that's pulled. why I don't remember that, because I didn't see Raw. So. Yeah, he,
1: he, he pulled out on Raw. Okay. And then, and then after the match, or after the, the U.S. title match, so mind you, after, this is after the U.S. title match, they cut away, and they show MVP... And, um, and, and the Miz talking. So MVP and the Miz are talking. Yeah. And I text Skits right after that, right after that segment. I text Skits, Miz is about, the, or Miz is about to cash in or somebody's about to cash in. Because I had one or two proposals there. Or I kind of knew what was going to happen. Either A, Bobby Lashley was going to get involved in the Miz cashing in <laughs> to help the Miz win. Or two, there was going to be some type of deal where the Miz probably handed the briefcase over, or maybe MVP buys the briefcase <laughs> from, and, and it could make sense, but MVP awesome. buys buys the, the briefcase from the Miz. He makes some cool, type of uh, offer, and and, been, and Lashley cool. classes in. I thought the Lashley thing... Uh, but one of those two things would have happened. I thought one of those two things would have happened. I wish Honestly, they would have that route.
2: I wouldn't have been against uh, MVP buying the briefcase and and Bobby. I
0: wouldn't
2: have been against that. That would have been,
0: uh, been the spin. You have to, then you don't have to have the Miz lose it. Because we know he's going to lose it before Mania. Yeah. Uh, the, so, and I... Bobby's going to win it. Well, Bobby came out
2: to help him out, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. But I think what's going to happen is Bobby's going to win it, and then Drew's going to win it back at Mania. That's what I think is going to happen. Or maybe, I, is it going to be a triple threat? Is it going to be a Yo, triple threat? No, here, no. Here's
1: why, here's why I think that. Here's why I don't think it'll be a triple threat, and, and hear me out here. As you guys know, or as you guys have heard, Bat Bunny is going to have a tag team match at Mania with Damian Priest. So him okay. and Damian Priest are going to have a match together. It's going to be Miz and Morrison against um Bad Bunny and Priest. And what I think is going to happen, Bad Bunny's probably going to get involved in some way in that match.
0: I agree because I've heard that. On Raw.
1: Yeah, on Raw. I think he's going to yep. get involved in, in costing the Miz the WWE title in some way. Or yeah. what I could see happening, and I... And, and I've spoke this and I've talked about this probably a couple of days ago. I could see Drew McIntyre interfering in the match causing setting up a triple threat match at Fastlane. And then you have something happen in the in the title match where you set up Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre now that's kind of doing too much, but I can see that happening. I think that I think we see Drew McIntyre get involved on Raw, or Bad Bunny cost um, the Miz.
2: It's a lot title. of things that they can do for sure. This kind of makes you want to like Most this te- way possible. My thing is here; it makes you kind of want to take pay attention to the uh, uh, Raw World Title scene just a little bit, you know, because it's a lot of options going on and. I wouldn't mind seeing Bobby Lashley hold that title. And there's a lot of talks about Lesnar also coming to face uh, Bobby Lashley too at WrestleMania too. That's, those have been some rumors out there too.
1: I don't think that happens because I think they're trying to give Drew McIntyre his opportunity to win the WWE title and have his WrestleMania moment in front of fans yep. because this is kind of a redo if you think about this, this is somewhat of a redo of what was supposed to be last year, but when it's the a- pandemic hit, you
0: know. Okay. Yeah, this is, they're I think Matt, you're right. I think what they're gonna do is have Lashley beat the Miz and then What happens at Fastlane? Uh, what's up? So what happens at
2: Fastlane if Bobby Lashley wins?
0: Who cares? Fastlane's a pointless pay per view. But
2: oh, uh, you know they're gonna have him face somebody for that title.
0: That's, well, that's, yeah, that's my deal. Like well, one well, year, well. the last time that the Miz was a champion, he faced Jerry Lawler at Elimination Chamber. So, and that was a nothing match. So they're probably gonna do something like that again. Um, we we'll But I don't see Miz making it to WrestleMania as the champion. Without nah, a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, for sure. So let's move on to talk about the other Chamber match.
2: So the other chamber match, basically, uh, the winner would face uh, Roman Reigns after this match, right after, basically. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Jey Uso, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro. And Cesaro and Daniel Bryan opened this match up, which is super hella dope because these guys have been having some crazy matches on SmackDown, for those of been watching SmackDown. Um, that was awesome. Talk about the thoughts on uh, your, um, your thoughts on this match, Nate.
0: Um, I thought it was really good. You got guys that can go. And um, I didn't really... I thought the first Elimination Chamber match was really, really clunky. I thought this match was a lot better than the first match. Like, as far as I'm concerned, the first match, with how bad it was, and how contrived some of the things were in it, and the setups, it's like, if they would have just not done that match, even though they had to and just had the the one chamber match, and that the main event be it, then, or not the main event, but the second chamber match be it, then it would have been a lot better of a show. It was an okay show, but just that one chamber match without the other one would have made it a lot better. But I thought this one was
3: really, really good. Where? what you think, um, Man. Um.
1: Again, I I I I thought this was another predictable match. I don't want to say it was super predictable, but I think this I think this match was better than the other chamber match. I'll say that much. Um, I I honestly I thought Cesaro would win this one. I mean too. I really want Cesaro to win this. I one. I yeah. I, I, and I was like, I think me and you both, we were, we were like, every. I think a lot of people were like well, they wanted Cesaro to win this match. Um, in terms of Reigns. Coming, you know, in, in terms of the winner facing Reigns right after this match was very typical, knowing how Reigns' character is right now. But, you know, you, you know, you, it's one of those things where it's like, eh, you get, <laughs> you, you could do. I felt they could have done without the WWE title chamber match, and this should have been the one right here. Yeah. I, I, it, it was that
0: good. I I, I don't yeah. want to say it was ultra good, but it was that good.
3: Yeah. Probably the best chamber match they've had in the new chamber. For yeah. Sure. So, um, I'm just going to go straight to it.
2: Um, fast Lane. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Talk to Smack, but Daniel Bryan was on Talk to Smack. And according to Paul Heyman, <laughs> um, he said, Rover Reigns, he authorized for him to face Jay Uso next week in a cage match. And if he wins, he'll face one for the Universal title at Fastlane. So it looks like that's going to happen, and for sure, these two are going to kill it, without a doubt. But if Daniel Bryan loses, and Daniel Bryan said he'll do this... He has to acknowledge Roman Reigns as a tribal chief and say that he's the best uh wrestler he's ever been in the ring with.
0: Yeah, he's uh Daniel Bryan's winning. Yeah. Hey, they, they wouldn't but what talking smack wasn't um
1: talking smack wasn't bleeped out after he said CM Punk. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't edited. <laughs> No, nope. we're, we're C- gonna Punk. pretend
0: that we're gonna pretend like he didn't like he didn't all out mention CM Punk in the in the in the thing. Well CM Punk was working with the company, so I that is true. You know uh Daniel Brown don't give a fuck when it comes to talking smack.
2: We all know oh, yeah,
1: we know, we know. That's like <laughs> the same thing when when CM Punk mentioned Colt
2: Cabana and Ring of Honor. Yeah. But uh Smack uh I, I like watch that shit on fucking YouTube. So it's like, I see it on YouTube or I see it on my timeline on Twitter. I'll watch it. But,
0: but you need, that, I need to start watching it again because it was really good before they canceled it on the network and now it's, it's back. It's not that bad, honestly. I mean, thing, even but. even talking to Raw is not even that bad. I think talking
2: Raw is funny because r oh, talking is
0: a snooze fest. It's funny to me because R-Troop is
2: just fucking hilarious to me. But, um, yeah, so Jey Uso uh Daniel Bryan next week cage match. Um I'm sure Jay is going to get his ass beat. So, we'll talk about that when we get to the to SmackDown talk. So, that was Elimination Chamber and um yeah. Next pay-per-view will be fast Fastlane. We'll get to that when it gets to, uh close. So, let's move on to
1: Can I can I ask a question? Sure, and, and this is just this is just me. So maybe somebody can provide this answer for me. What's the whole point of having? Okay, I get having a point of having elimination chamber right after uh, Royal Rumble because you kind of need to set up your uh, everything for WrestleMania. What's the point of having fast lane before? You know, I I feel, I feel like any pay per view sandwiched in between elimination chamber. And WrestleMania is
2: it's like just It's like a sea show. It's like a sea. It's like a... Um, I can a sea that
0: there is no point. It's completely pointless. Um, you should just. They should just do Fast Lane, or I'm sorry, uh, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. Remember the one year when they did um, Royal Rumble, then they had Fastlane. Lane, then they had Elimination Chamber, then they had Roadblock, all before WrestleMania. Yeah,
1: I remember that they just threw in robot block just to throw in roadblock. Like
0: yeah, you it know was what I like, t- way too much and that show sucked. I'ma tell you why I think they do
2: that because they have they, they're trying what they should do is just build up shit. But I think they try to do like some build up shit before WrestleMania,
0: but it I'm is it not it's a failure, so I, I, just,
1: I say just do do Royal Rumble, do, do Elimination Chamber. I mean, if we're making NXT a, a part of WrestleMania, like, I guess this year, NXT is supposed to be a part of WrestleMania, then freaking make, make another NXT TakeOver in between that time. i much <laughs> rather see a, an, another NXT pay-per-view, or, or I, can't, I guess we can't really call it pay-per-views anymore because they're streamed. i much rather see another NXT sh- uh, TakeOver show then another meaningless C minus WWE show. Heck, give me two oh five live pay per
0: view for all I'm for all I care. Give me. anymore? But they're huh? gonna be. You say they're not pay per views anymore, and they haven't been for. They, they haven't more, been for quite
2: some time. So well, I don't know why I keep saying oh, pay per views.
0: Deal. Is I mean I, I think we're all used to just saying pay per views because you know it's been right. like that. For, you the know. rumor is is that when they're. Going to Peacock on March 18th, they're gonna offer the shows, the pay-per-views as part of the service, but then they're gonna like they're gonna charge for the big four. So if you want WrestleMania, if you want SummerSlam, if you want Royal Rumble, you want Survivor Series, it's gonna be 60 bucks.
1: So what's the whole point of going to Peacock then? If you're gonna just do
0: that, they're going to Peacock, the WWE network was a failure, it was a financial failure and let's face it wrestling like they had like what 1.3 million subscribers or whatever the number was that they they touted that they had but let's face it wrestling is a niche it still is a niche thing people don't talk about it if you're a wrestling fan you're an outcast you don't know anybody you don't really know anybody in your circle that's a wrestling fans like it's a niche product and this deal with peacock means that they're getting their billions of dollars or their hundred whatever it is million or billion i can't even remember the number off my top of the or at the top of my head but it's freaking ridiculous but with this they'll be able to monetize the network because even like even though like peacock members like they may not be watching wwe shows but they can still say oh so and so many people subscribe to peacock therefore it's a success as a standalone network, the WWE network was a failure. But on day one of Peacock, it's going to be a success because it's on Peacock under that umbrella.
2: We'll see um, more information on.
0: I, I know you said as a rumor. Hopefully, uh, we'll get more news on. If, if I'm just if thinking, it's a rumor at this point, but I don't, really don't think it is. The more I hear about it, well, we'll I wouldn't be, be sure. shocked.
2: When we get close to uh Peacock and uh going over uh with with the WWE going over to uh Peacock, we'll get more into that. Let's move on. That's a month so,
0: away.
2: So let's let's go ahead and move on. So um we actually had a big um signing of uh, a whole new NXT class. So um let's go over uh that class real quickly. Let's do it. So I actually enjoy I actually like this class. Probably one of my favorites in a while. And I'm looking forward to see uh what some of these folks can bring to the table
0: for sure, without a doubt. I only care about one person in this entire class, and
2: you know I know exactly who you're talking about, but we'll get to that <laughs> to that one person a little later. Yep. I want to talk about somebody that you can look out for, Blake Christian. Fucking the dude is nice. He's gonna remind you of like another MSK. Um, he yeah. Is. The, huh? I know who he is. Blake Christian is dope as fuck. Uh, he used to wrestle in. Well, he he was a regular in GCW. Uh, he's a high flyer, spot monkey, but the dude is dope. Uh, he's part of that class. You also have Anthony Henry, evolved regular part of that class. Definitely looking forward to see what he's going to bring to the table. You have Priscilla Kelly. You know Priscilla Kelly. She actually was Gigi Dolin
0: in the uh Mayon Classic. We'll see what she's going to bring to the is, table. I won't say why. Huh? I know who she is, but I won't say why. Fuck it. Let's go ahead and say it. She, she had a tampon, the the tampon. She's the one that had the
2: tampon. Yeah. Uh, she did like the tampon spot. Also, she is Darby Allin's girlfriend, too. Was, uh, in case you didn't know
0: I don't care <laughs> I don't care I don't care who's dating who in the wrestling business I really don't
2: I, that, I wasn't trying to just tell you But I'm just doing yeah. it out. For the folks yeah. who are listening
0: You also um,
2: Also
1: got some familiar Some some names who should be familiar But you have uh, Bronson Rickensteiner Who is the uh, I believe the son of Rick Steiner And the nephew of
2: Scott Steiner he's Correct. also in his class I'm looking forward to see what he's going to bring to and I think he was a former football player Yep Yeah, yeah. all-American all running back at uh at uh Canal State Also another person that I'm looking forward to I've seen a lot of uh stuff about this dude um
3: Parker Chris Bar- did,
2: Bar- Oh Sorry Chris, Chris, go ahead. Christian uh, Brag Bra- Bragham, I-, I believe you say. it is is it his? I'm gonna say his Brigham. His, I'm gonna Brigham. say
3: his yeah. I'm gonna say his,
2: his, I'm gonna say his name that people know him by: Christian Casanova. Uh, so Christian Casanova is his name in the indie scene. So I've seen a lot of uh, people uh, talk about this guy. So we'll see what he brings to the table. Zoe Stark, another yep. person. Uh yep. she's been she's already been on NXT. So we'll see what she's she's gonna do. Good. But she and I actually like her.
0: Uh what do you think, Nate? Because I know you watch uh you watched the product. Yeah, no, she is uh I saw her I think it was last week on Wednesday or maybe it was the week before. But yeah, no, she she's got a star president or star presence tour and she can work in the ring and her finish is Freaking crazy. I mentioned that last week. But yeah, she is uh, really freaking good. And I think that they could do something with her.
2: I didn't know the fucking WWE fucking signed Harlem Bravado.
0: Wow. Didn't CBS... they sign all of
2: them or only one of them? Only one of them. Harlem they... Bravado is part of the Harlem boys.
0: Uh, they it's used to Bravado, by the way.
2: Yeah. The Bravado uh, uh, brothers. Uh, um,
0: they used to. Uh,
2: have a lot of tag tag matches uh, against the Young Bucks. A lot, for sure.
0: I'll tell you that one. Sean Ricker's part of that group. That's why I don't know who they are.
2: Sean <laughs> Ricker, aka known as LA Knight. Also known as... What's his fucking name? In, uh,
0: Impact. Eli Drake. I don't Eli. even watch the Impact and I know that. Come on. Eli Drake. Mm-hmm. But Sean Ricker was his original name.
2: Any other names you want to throw out there?
0: Um, you're missing, I want to two, talk. I believe. Yeah. Cool. I you're I, I to, wanted- two- Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just think about of the top of my head. The one is Parker. I can't remember how to. S- Bedro. It's brewed. Bordeaux. Okay. Bedro. I can- I still can't say the, it. The X. The X is silent because okay. he.
1: um, when you when you use last names like that, it's basically a lot of people who are from who
0: are from Louisiana or something like that that has that last well, name. I think Charlotte Bordeaux too, as well. But I think he says his last name different than she does. But yeah, he um, he looks like a beast. He is touting himself as the next Brock Lesnar. Um, I hate that
1: to other people. I hate that to other people touting him as the next yeah. Brock
0: Lesnar. Well, he, he looks it, but he shouldn't, like... Well, for a while, his, his profile on Twitter said the next Brock Lesnar. Now wow. it says different. Now it says the Destroyer of Gods, um, which I don't know if Bill, Bill will let him use that moniker, but um, this guy looks like a guy that's going to be a star just from what Vince McMahon likes. And if he's any good, and I don't know anything about him, like, he if he's good, then he'll be set. I think the thing about
1: him, and this is what a lot of people are are hyping him up, because he has the look of a star. Yeah. He has the look of a Vince McMahon star. You know what I mean? Like, that's who you want. However, what a lot of people don't understand is that... He has to go through a lot of training. I don't think this kid this kid hasn't been in the ring at one at even once. um He just quit the football team at UCF uh he was at uh, he was at UCF he was an offensive lineman, um never got in the ring before, so he has to go through a lot of training. um A lot of people see this kid as the next Brock Lesnar. Uh, they they mention him in the same breath as Brock Lesnar, more so for the look, for more sure. really so for the look, and not so much what Brock Lesnar brings in the ring. So I have to see what this kid can bring in the ring before I can start touting him because you never know. This could go one of two ways. He could come in, he could out, he could really impress. After a couple of years? Because I don't think we'll see him in NXT. I I don't think we'll see him on TV for another year or so. Is
0: he, so, from what I was listening to when you were talking, he's not, he has not gone to wrestling school? I'm no, sure. I don't think he, I don't think he has yet. Now, yeah, he I might have, based on he, his look. So it's they're going to probably work with him, train him mm-hmm. themselves sure. in-house. And, okay, that's kind of, that's kind of worrisome. It um, is. Given that he has no prior wrestling experience and that he's going to be exclusively tra- trained under the WWE umbrella. But... Let me
2: tell you said, this,
0: What? Let me tell you this. I can name one person who's
2: solid uh, who came under their WWE umbrella, King Corbin. No, he sucks. <laughs> he's not... Hold on. I'm not saying he's good, but he's solid. He, No. you know, Oh, absolutely not. I'm I would... Sorry. I'll say this. I'm not going to say I'll, he sucks bad. He's not I'll bad. I'll say this. There's some other guys. He might...
1: He may have... And, and I mentioned this. He might have been in wrestling school beforehand. Now, that I don't know. I can't say he has. I can't say he hasn't because I have not followed this kid like that. I've only seen heard of him when his name has been brought up on on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, I don't think if he hasn't and he's being trained in-house, you can bet. WWE is going to do whatever they can to make sure this kid is it. Oh, yeah. They're going to do whatever they can. If Triple H himself has to come down and spend, God know how many hours with this kid in the ring, they will see to it.
2: They got some of the best trainers down there
1: in the PC, so. Now, Now, it could be a success, or this could be a flop. I think we will find out in maybe three or in maybe three years, we're gonna find out.
0: How old is the guy? Do we know?
1: I think he's twenty-two. If I'm not mistaken, he may be a little bit young, uh, a little bit older, or
0: a little bit younger. So if he's like, say they give him like three, three, two or three years, let's just say maybe longer because he's never been trained or whatever. So it might right. take. But you give <laughs> for 3 years he's going to be 24 25 so he'll still be young right
1: exactly it's like it's like the rock's daughter how the rock's daughter you won't see her on tv for a long time because she's i think 19 years old maybe yeah. 20
0: you won't see her in- especially in that case if you're under 21 like th- there's certain restrictions against you right that's why uh well i know they're talking
2: about nxt evolve that's probably a thing that he'll probably be on most likely makes uh, sense but the last person the only person i mean i'm not saying sure she's the only person that matters but she's definitely the top signing out, out, of, out of everybody Ty valkyrie
0: yes um i have followed her since twenty fifteen, when I discovered who she was in triple A. Um, I actually did um I can't remember who she faced, but she had a bloody ass women's match um in triple A for the Reina Day Reina's championship. Um she lost she was the champion for a thousand days. They stripped her of it. She won it or And then she won it back from the person who won a tournament for the vacated title. Um, I can't remember who she beat off the top of my head, but I remember that match being super, super bloody. Um, It was in my top ten matches of the year that year because it was so good, but it was unlike any women's match I had seen for a while. Awesome. She is is the longest reigning... uh... Knockouts champion. Yeah, knockouts champ. So. Yeah, he is and she's John she's Morrison's living- wife. She's going to be a star, and if she's not, then there's she's a She's going to be a star without a doubt. Oh,
1: she is. But I can't say. I will say this: I can't say that we did not see that coming after she after her. Oh, at least her con- her contract expired at Impact. And yeah, Once it- her once her contract expired at Impact, you kind of knew where she was going. Yeah. Because um because because isn't she married to John Morrison? Yep. So you kind of knew that was coming.
2: I think even if they weren't married, WWE would have picked her up. Oh yeah, I think, I
1: think they probably would have gone after her, but she probably. But would she have instantly gone to WWE? Or would we have said it's a foregone conclusion? I don't think we would have said it was a foregone conclusion from there. In if my,
2: time, I don't. In my opinion, right now, WWE they have some of the best women on their roster. I is, agree. Their women's I, roster is harder, nice.
1: I agree, but I'm just saying, if so let's say if she wasn't, and I hate bringing this up, if she wasn't married to Morrison, would she have Would she have really I think gone so. to WWE? Wouldn't it, no, not, I wouldn't say would she okay. have gone. Would it be a, a slam dunk that I she was so. going to go to WWE? No. I don't I think, think so.
0: I think so, personally. Like, I believe after leaving Impact she would have went back to AAA a for about a year or so before she ever got up there. Um, being not saying that she's not good because I love her, but like she, um, being married Morrison definitely helped her. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that was the determining factor. Yeah. And he probably said, Hey, her contract is coming up. He probably knew something about it or maybe he couldn't say it, but he was probably like, probably told somebody to grab her so and sign her up. That would not shock me at all. Let's talk some NXT. Let's now let's
2: do it.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: Starting off, Jenny Gargano and Dexter Loomis had a match. And honestly I really didn't care about this match. It would be one hundred because we all know how Nate feels about Johnny Gargano Get Johnny Gargano <laughs> <up off. laughs> I'm feeling that same way I'm kind of over Johnny Keep it real Unless he's really? having a, Unless he's you having a match Listen to me. Unless he's having a match And take over That's probably the only time I actually care Well Dexter Loomis actually made Johnny Gargano top out Which is very surprising Were you surprised? Yeah. No. Uh
0: no Cause Johnny's a loser <laughs> I didn't hey, go that far. Hey, hey, hold on, hold
2: on. Let's 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 just recap it. I know you don't like
0: him. Let's not go too in on the guy. But were you surprised that he lost? Like him, he's great, but I'm just sick of him. He's a but, like I said before. He's a great wrestler. No issue with his wrestling. I hate how much I'm exposed to him with all the angles, all the matches. Like I just like I said before, in previous shows since we. Started back up. Get just, him I, off of NXT. Exactly. Go somewhere else. Raw or SmackDown. Are you surprised though? I'm, I'm
2: surprised Dexter Loomis got to win. Because Dexter Lumens is not I'm a not. guy. That,
0: huh? I'm not. Um, Johnny is. He's not the winningest wrestler there is. He wins some. He loses some. So him taking a loss isn't going to hurt him. Um. And I don't know what they're doing with Dexter. I still haven't figured that out. But they're trying something with him. So if he's got to beat some guys, it might as well be Gargano. So We'll see what happens with that. Because
2: Kashida, I'm pretty sure he wants that North American rematch. And I'm uh, sure Loomis wants it. So we'll see what happens. Because Loomis also uh, recently, uh, he snatched uh, Austin Theory. At uh, TakeOver, so. But we'll see what happens with that storyline. It's kind of weird. Uh, moving on. Zoe Stark. Uh, we just got to talking about her. She actually had a match against eel Solid matchup for Zoe Stark's actual real first match. Yep. Um, on the roster. Against Io your NXT Women's Champ. And Eel uh, Shirai, of course, gets the W here. And after the match is where shit gets popping. Tony Stern comes down and says the only reason why you're still a champ is because, uh, because you pinned Mercedes. You can't pin me. So these two will be having a NXT women's title match in two weeks.
3: I'm actually looking forward to it. Me too. Got Tony. Oh, the real
2: question is, are they gonna switch the titles on on, on like a weekly show? Because I w- wouldn't buy it at all. It's Tony time. Yeah. I I love What's you,
3: definitely? Eo. I love EO, but it's definitely Tony time. I, I think agree. they
1: w- I agree. I think they'll um I think we'll end up seeing them change the change or the title change hands. on a a weekly show.
2: Also, since we're talking about titles in the line, also in two weeks, um, the NXT, excuse me, not NXT, but the WWE Women's Titles matches will be on the line. You got the the team of Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler going against Raquel Gonzalez and...
3: What is her fucking name? I just had it in my head dakota kai thank you dakota kai and
2: dakota kai so that's going to be going down to it's a lot lot of title matches going on and i believe i don't think they announced it yet correct me if i'm wrong but finn and p dunn are going to have a title match too or have they announced that yet already been announced yes so what's up why are they having these
0: title matches what's going on that's the real question it's like a super, it's not a takeover, but it's like a super version of their TV show, is what they're billing it as. Okay. They usually, they'll do
2: something like that once every, in a while. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Looking, for, I'm looking forward to for that show. It should, should be a solid one. Um, moving on. Um, Tyler Russ and, um, Tyler Russ basically came down with Malcolm with with uh Malcolm Malcolm uh Bevins. Bevins. And Bevins was cutting the promo basically saying, you know, he needs uh that uh Tyler Russ needs to get a win. And he was basically calling out Leon uh Leon Ruff. So Leon Ruff was coming down the uh, ring all happy and shit. And out of nowhere Isaiah Scott just attacks him. It beats the dark shot at him. I am loving the Isaiah Swerve Scott fucking Hill side of him. I love it. How are you feeling about this uh, Hill side of him, uh, Nate?
0: Um, I don't love it as much as you do, but I mean, it's, it's okay. He's just... He needs um, a character, bro. He needs a yeah, character. He does. Like, he, he's just a guy right now. When he, I mean, he's a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but WWE is all about characters. And if you don't have a solid character and a solid identity, then you will not make it in the WWE. I think he's found it. Be
2: that cocky, cocky guy.
0: <clears throat> beating the yeah, shot how many cocky guys do you have? It's like you got like so many people doing the same thing. I mean, look at uh, Cameron Grimes. He pretty much has the same gimmick. Cameron Grimes' cockiness is different, though. His cockiness is about money. Like, I I,
3: like you
2: can't,
0: I, I wouldn't compare their gimmicks. Cocky his, wrestlers are so generic. Like, like, they're all, you've seen one, you've seen, seen
3: them all. But they're my thing, with
2: Isaiah Scott, his, like, he, he's more of a sore loser. You know what I
3: mean? A cocky yeah.
2: sore loser. That's what his um, gimmick is. He's mad because he got beat by Leon Ruff like two weeks ago. So, I would say he's a sore loser. Now He's not cocky. More of a sore loser that's got a new look, basically. Next up, Zia Lee versus KC. Did you know fucking Z- um uh, that uh, Lee actually broke her fucking leg? Like, legit? Casey's leg is done for. In the middle of that match. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Me, she broke yeah. her. That's that's fucking legit. She broke her leg. So uh, Casey would be out for a minute. Lee didn't give a fuck. And when they pick, and when they picked her, remember when they had pick kick, uh, um, picked up Casey and she did the fucking spinning uh, kick to the fucking face hmm i'm like what a fucking hill fucking love it i'm ready to see her get pushed for sure like higher not not to this mid card bullshit because she's way better than you know where they have her i love it what they're doing her but i think she's it's, it's time for her to have some bigger matches she will as long as she behaves herself why what she do casey Catanzaro? no not casey i'm talking about lee
3: Oh,
0: never mind then. I
2: thought you were <laughs> oh, Casey. Nah, uh, Casey, she's basically a jobber. <laughs> but um, her leg is um definitely broke. Uh, we'll see how long she'll be out. And um, uh, it look like maybe next week Lee will
0: be facing um Carter. So again, by the way, what's up with all these broken leg injuries lately in NXT? <laughs> What was it, her brother? Like? Um, what's her face? Uh, Tegan Knox. Um, tore ACL again or whatever it was. I thought that so, happened like so long ago. Yeah, but it still involves the leg. I'm just saying, like a lot of NXT injuries, like it's it has to do with the leg That's and true. no part. And, and people they- on Twitter if you pay attention to what they're saying, it's like they'll all say the same thing. It's crazy. And it's mostly the girls, too. Something's in the water down in Florida. (laughs)
2: Yikes. (laughs) Moving on. So MSK had an interview in the backstage about their match coming up against the Tag Team Champions. And out of nowhere, the Grizzled Young Veterans attacked both of them. And Wesley's hand is broke. I'm not sure if it's legit or not, but they took him out. So, it uh, looks like they'll probably have a little feud with the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, after they take those tag team titles, which their which their match at NXT TakeOver was ridiculous. It was bonkers. Hey, hey, I'm a fan of MSK.
1: I'm a, so- so I'ma put it out there. All right. I'm going to put it out there. I've only seen a handful of matches since they've been on NXT. Nuts during the Dusty Classic, right? Same here. So I sit here, I'm watching, I watch Takeover. I watch TakeOver. I'm a fan of MSK. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of them. They, you know, I love the energy. I love what they do in the ring. It, it it's it's something I can get behind. You know, I, I'm a fan. I'm a
2: fan. I could have told you guys this a long time ago. <laughs> but
1: I I it, am a I am a fan. I I will put it out like that. I am a fan.
2: I am a believer. And I love the background story. How like they're both from like the Cincinnati area. Like these guys, I think they're from Dayton, Ohio. So these guys. Yep. Basically, they actually had a match in the indie scene, one on one. After that, they just started tagging up, and they they were known as the Rascals back in the, back in the scene. So uh, they carried a lot of tag titles in the, in the um, down in the indie. So and yeah, these guys are sick for sure, without a doubt. Moving on, Santos Escobar against Carry On Cross. This match is good. I fucking loved it. Um, it's basically like a fucking no DQ match, just beating the shit out of each other. Um, Cross is just not giving a fuck and just destroying the shit out of out of uh, Escobar's guys, you know, just, just not giving a fuck. Um, it kind of seemed like Cross was the baby face in this match too. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, but the match was great. I loved it. Um, what's your thoughts on this match, Nate? No, I thought it was really good too, and I did notice that, like, um cross was uh cross was uh playing the face in the match was, which was really really weird cuz he's normally a heel isn't he yeah he, he normally is so yeah it was just like kind of it's weird when they flip flop like that but WWE and even NXT because they're connected doesn't like to do face face matches or heel heel well, they'll do heel heel matches, but not they won't do face-face matches that often. So they always need somebody to be a face, someone to be a heel. And I don't think that cross is going to be a face, but Neither. I need well, just was, that match. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. match was good. Uh, but it worked.
2: Cross came up with the victory and uh Definitely recommend to go check out, uh, folks. If you guys like hardcore type matches, see the guys go to tables and shit. But uh, moving on, Adam Cole comes out to explain himself. Cole came out and said he's going to explain his actions, uh, on what he did to Kyle Riley. Of course, Roderick Strong comes out to you know interrupt and he says, You know, we're we're brothers, you know, we've been through. All all uh types of things, you know. And out of nowhere, Finn came down. Finn came down, he pushes Roddy, attacks Cole, and then Strong comes for the help, and then Cole, he he comes, he uh comes out the ring, he helps him, and then they come in the ring, you know, they show love to each other, and
3: out of nowhere, Cole. He low blows him. I don't need you too. So,
2: I love it where this is going. Adam Cole, just being the fucking hill that he is. He's been a great hill since Ring of Honor. You don't need anybody. He was great in
0: Ring of Honor, and he's been good. Um, yeah, it's I. I always watch NXT later because I'm not, like, I'm usually working. So, like, I got home and the first thing I saw was a graphic of the Undisputed Era, me- Era members. And um, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole were blacked out. And Fish and O'Reilly were in color. I believe that's the way I see it, If or I saw it, if memory serves me correct. Yes, sir. Um, but, uh, so I thought that maybe Cole and... Uh, strong were gonna join Forces or something like that but then I watched the show And I was like oh okay that's what they're doing So that's obviously Not happening this was just a way Of furthering Adam Cole's new dick Character so Does, does Bobby Fish show up next week Just to get attacked still, Or he is, has he been cleared Cause I don't know cause he's been out of the picture for a while It's the way you had to fucking attack Bobby Fish and get him out the way
2: to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When
0: uh, when fish and uh, when fish comes back though, they should bring back the fish tank.
2: Man, the fish tank was great. They should have never. They should have. Oh. They should have had the fish tank on when it when when they were undisputed. The there. You know what yep. I mean? I agree. I'm I, like, why are you guys not doing the fucking fish tank? Fish tank is great. But we'll see what happens. And the question is, after Adam. You know, does his own thing and fish and O'Reilly are a tag team. Are they going to go back to their old name, Red Dragon?
0: I don't think great. so because they, nah. they never, but that is a great question. WWE and Goals. WWE would come up with something different because they don't like to take na- like tag team names or names in general, like outside of Bobby Fish. Like they let a lot of guys, like, especially AJ Styles, he's a prime example of. They let him keep his name, where normally guys will come in and they'll automatically change it to make it theirs, so they can trademark it. Red dragon was never a name that w w e used, and I don't think people will you will really um get the reference so because if you i don't know if you know this skits, but when red dragon the name Red dragon was a playoff of davy Richards, yeah, I definitely. When, know that. Okay, you did know that when um, Fish and Richards split off, or sorry, O'Reilly and Richards split off. It's Red, capital D, capital R, Agon. so the DR stood for Davey Richards, but a lot of the, like, the hardcores like us know that, but like your casual WWE fan will look at Red Dragon and be like, what is that name? What does that mean? It's a cool name, but they, don't, they won't understand the reference of why they were called Red Dragon. It's funny that we're on the subject. You know, They kind of stopped doing Chasing the Dragon, which kind of pissed me off. They, uh, the move was banned, that's why. Really? They hurt too many people doing it. Or, no, not too many people. I think they hurt one person doing it. So, And usually when that happens, with WWE being so safe and not allowing headshots, that's why they did it. Yeah, we don't need, a, we don't need an, uh, another draw. Yeah, there was a story on PW Insider about it, if my memory serves me correct. I was uh, wondering. If, or put on hold, I think was the terminology that was used. Here, here's my thing, and I want
1: to ask this, and I've been bringing this up. Now, one, because I know I wasn't on last week to say this, but I did say. The Undisputed Era and Adam Cole will be a part of TakeOver in some form. You did. I, you did. I, did, I did say that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, to go back to what I was getting ready to say um, earlier this week, and I want to ask you guys this. Do you think this could be the makings of Adam Cole possibly being ready or being prepared to go up to the main roster soon? Oh, yeah. For because- sure. Because I've mentioned, I, I've mentioned before, you can't. It, you, there, there's no other way you can bring up Adam Cole if he's with Undisputed Era. If he was with with, if he's with Undisputed Era, you'd have to bring all of them up. Yeah, there, there, and this is the perfect way to bring Adam Cole up to the main roster. More, most likely, probably the SmackDown, if anything. Um. Hopefully. But I think this is, this is the way you bring him up to the main roster. You, yeah. have to, you have to disband the Undisputed Era. You'd have to break up the Undisputed Era or get him out of Undisputed Era in right. order to bring him up. Because if he's a part of Undisputed Era and you're talking about bringing him up, then you'd have to bring them all up. And I think they kind of knew there was no way that was going to happen. You, there was no way you can bring all of Undisputed Era up.
0: Well, and it's like then you have the if they brought all four of them up, then you have to figure out okay, they're here. What do we do with all four of them?
3: Exactly. But of, of
0: course, of course, you could have had Roddy and um, and um, you could have had Roddy
2: and uh, O'Reilly as a tag team. But now, what's been going on in NXT? O'Reilly's been in, in singles competition. You know, he's been doing his thing over there. So I guess they're gonna give him a shot because Kyle O'Reilly's a fucking great wrestler.
0: So, um, but no. What I was I was gonna say is bringing a stable up. Certain guys will get lost in the shuffle, but you bring Adam Cole up by himself, and he at least has a chance to stand out and do something. Um, he won't get lost in the shuffle, surrounded by a stable. No, he won't. And even like they could have, they could have done it where they keep them together and. Bring them up together, yeah, and split them off when they're on the main roster, but like maybe a month or two down the line, but as soon as undisputed era split up, I remember thinking, okay, Adam Cole's going to the main roster, past I
1: was thinking that I was thinking that too, yep mhm because because there's been talks of it. I know there's been talks a bit months ago, but that's where I sat there. I was like, okay, but how do you bring him up by himself and and he's still a part of Undisputed Era? Like the only way the only way you bring him up is you gotta split up Undisputed Era or you gotta get him out of Undisputed Era. And that you have and that's something where I think they have to figure out how to do it. And as you've seen, O'Reilly's been he, how the way he's been he's been performing in, in singles competition, he's been killing it. He's been oh, yeah. killing it on NXT in singles competition.
2: So Roddy's hey, I just want to throw it out, Roderick Strong is just as good as Kyle Riley. Oh, I agree. I've always knew Roderick Strong was good. He's
1: see I've been watching Roderick Strong when he was in TNA, I
0: knew he was always good. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Ring of Honor, he was in one of my favorite matches, and it's got, like, it was him versus Tanahashi at, I believe, War of the Worlds one year. I want to say it was, like, 2017, but it had the craziest near-fall spot I've ever seen in my life in any promotion ever. And, like, but, yeah, that dude is super, super good. And he's a great heel. I'm going to throw that out there. He's not good. Like I'll say this about him: he's not horrible on a microphone, but he's not the best talker.
2: I think he's a better heel because uh, I, I I got a chance to see him as a heel in PWG by itself with nobody, you know, you know, basically with like no no like squad like the um, undisputed there. So he's good by himself. Like if they let him loose, he can be good. But um. Let's move on. Smackdown. Talk a little Smackdown. So, Bianca Belair is making her WrestleMania match official, and she chooses none other. It's Sasha Banks. Duh.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> two
2: are going to be main eventing one of the
3: nights, which is pretty dope. Still, main event night one, I, I believe. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm excited to see that. Me too. Um, I, I think that's
1: gonna be a good I think that's gonna be a good match. I think it's gonna be I think it it's it, honestly that's the best way you had to go was you had to have you had to have Sasha Banks and, and uh Bianca Bel- Belair. I think that's the best way to go. And I think this is where and I I think we know this is gonna come. This is where we're gonna see heel shot Sasha Banks make a return
2: she has a lot she has a lot of a lot of time to do it oh yeah I, mean, I know we spoke on Fastlane earlier but this is a chance for her to turn on her turn uh during Fastlane or something so uh it's a possibility that sasha will be going home do you uh, think reginald do you think
1: and i i know this dude, i i'm not a huge fan of reginald to begin with but do you
2: think he plays a factor in this no, he's fucking Carmelo's bitch.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, he's. I don't know why, but I, I kind of like how he's on TV. He's he, they're, they're they're giving him his shine. But um, I'm not a fan of the guy. But I, I
1: I I I I'm not a fan of the guy. That's all I will say.
2: Because I feel like I sit there and I just go, "What's his purpose?" Well, he's Carmella's per- person, um, and you know Carmella. Bu- what he was trying to do is trying to have Belair choose Oscar. So, um, so Sasha basically faced Carmella. I think that's what his purpose was.
1: Yeah, Carmella. Yeah, so- Oscar. We already
2: know where, th- where that's going to go with Oscar. So Sasha basically was like, "Don't speak for me." I told you to stop speaking for me. You know. Because she just got, she just destroyed Carmella at fucking Royal Rumble, so. Speaking of Sasha Banks, definitely recommend you guys to go check out the Stone Cold sesh, uh, session with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and uh, Sasha Banks. Definitely great interview. You learn don't, a lot about Sasha don't, Banks.
1: Don't spoil it for me. I, I still have to watch it.
2: Oh, I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying I okay. recommend you guys go check it out. All definitely right. great interview. And even the one with <laughs> Bailey was great. It's a lot of good shit on the network. I heard the twenty four uh uh hours one with uh, Big E is pretty good. So I'm gonna check that one out tonight probably. The the have you the icons has been pretty the icon has been pretty good. Yokozuna? The you the,
1: the Yokozuna one, I, I really enjoyed that one. I yeah. really, really enjoyed the Yokozuna one. Like, I felt
0: watching that because I was tired, but I wanted to go back and see it. It's
3: the definitely Yoko- good.
0: Yeah, I I'm I'm ready. I wish they would
1: release more. Like, I feel like they're spreading it out, and I'm like, I want to see more. Like, I, I want to see another episode because the Yokozuna one was really good. How the way they did that was really really good. They're spreading it out until
2: the Peacock launch. Well, usually they um they drop a new documentary,
0: uh after a, or um like whatever pay per view. Yeah, but pretty much dead as we know it. So anything like that would have come is com- completely changed now. So I'm, like, sure, I'm sure they're all going to come after whatever pay-per-views. Because I, I know they
1: have an RVD one. I think they're in the middle of filming RVDs right now. Like RVDs is supposed to come out in May, a- according to him. That's dope. But they're filming his right now. Like they're doing Hold the on. interviews
2: and stuff right now. Um, back to the 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 Belair, Sasha Banks. Uh, they'll be making history besides just doing the ma- main eventing. Uh, Bianca Barrett throughout. They'll be the two, the first two Afri- African American females to main event a WrestleMania uh, match, which is pretty dope too. Um, moving on, SmackDown talk. Seth Rollins came out. He has Cesaro in the ring with him, and uh, he basically was saying, I'm giving you another chance to embrace, to basically, you know, uh, to have him lead him in uh, SmackDown. And, of course, you know that didn't go nowhere. Cesaro grabs his leg,
0: swings the motherfucker like like a
2: uh, man. Swing. I'm sorry. That was funny.
0: That and then swing. he grows up and falls over. That was hilarious.
2: Bro, that swing was crazy.
0: That I was bro- funny. That's one of the best the, the best swings I've seen Cesaro do. That was funny. I'm not gonna lie. I hate that was hilarious. Oh, because I get nauseous every time because of the stupid camera work. But the thing is,
2: the funny part is how Seth Browsers just kept the mic in his hand the whole time. I'm like, oh, come on, Seth. Don't
0: know that, but that's pretty funny. Uh
2: so yeah, since Seth Browsers and Cesaro definitely will be working down the line. We'll see what happens. Moving on, I didn't get a chance to see this match, but the Street Profits uh, defeated Sami Zayn and King Corbin. Not
0: surprised there. Tamina defeated... I Go
3: ahead. It's
0: like get on the show. Huh? I said I skipped through that match so I could hurry up and get through the show or get on this show. Yeah. Because I had like an hour to watch a two-hour show.
2: Tamina Snickers. Tamina defeats Liv Morgan. Nothing to really speak on right there. Otis and Chad Gable defeated Ray and Dominic. And this match was the next match I'm getting to. Apollo Cruz he came down to cut a promo. He said, "You know, he's tired of getting disrespected by Big E, basically saying, you know, to go back to the fucking catering and shit." And uh, he said, you know, I'm back to my roots, and these colors, they mean something. He said, I'm a, I'm a Nigerian man, calling himself a real African-American and talking about his Nigerian ancestors. So, um, Apollo, he uh, said, I'm, I'm ready for my next opponent. It was Shinsuke Nakamura. Solid match with the two. Apollo Cruz gets the win. That's a big win for him right there, too. I'm loving this hill, Apollo Cruz." By uh-huh. any means necessary, so he gets the win by Shinsuke with the one two three, and no, he kinda I, he kind of cheated a little bit
1: i I like that they that they turned apollo cruz uh heel I like that i like I like what they're doing i thought I thought that they were gonna pair him with Roman reigns in some essence. But I could get behind this. This is because you need a you you needed a more serious character in Apollo. It was either they were going to do that to Big E, which I don't think they were going to turn Big E heel anytime soon, or they were going to do it with Apollo. I think this is I, I I I can get behind this. Now, how far this takes them, we'll see, but. I think you're gonna see you're you're gonna see two pushes. I think you're gonna see a push for Biggie. That that's just a that's just a given. I think that's gonna come, and I think you're gonna see one for Apollo too.
2: Without a I doubt. I, what do you think, Nate?
0: Um, about both the promo, um, uh, uh, the match. I thought it was okay. Apollo winning kind of shocked me, but they're doing something with him. So Shinsuke, he's established. Um, so like I said earlier about another match, it's like a a loss isn't really going to hurt him. So uh, it only furthers what they're doing with Apollo. So it was, the match itself was just kind of there. More of a story progression than here- a real match.
2: He was a lot more
0: serious in his promo, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
2: you don't need no soft. Because he was soft for a fucking long time with fucking the tightest fucking expression. Shit. That shit is trash. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, moving on. Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso had a match, and they had a double count out. So like I said earlier, uh, next week, Daniel Bryan and J. rematch. This time, cage match. And I mentioned everything that was going to happen if uh, Daniel Bryan wins, he will be facing uh, Roman Reigns in a Universal Title match. If he loses, he will tell Roman Reigns he is the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, and he's the best wrestler he's ever been in the ring with. Which that's a fucking lie. Love you, Roman Reigns, but we know Daniel Bryan's been in been in the ring with some of the best. Shout out to Nigel McGinnis for sure. See. Even a lot more. Nigel's on, on on that list, and a lot more. Kenta back in the days. Shit, we can keep going. Just we're fucking write a fucking list. He's been oh, around yeah. with, with, with with everybody. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, SmackDown still killing it on a weekly basis. Like they really have
0: like stepped their game up. Like
3: who's in charge of SmackDown right now?
0: I don't know, but I'm sensing some blue brand bias here. I'm definitely biased, and I'm a,
3: <laughs> like, fuck. LAC, I think shit about LAC, LAC, like,
0: you it, it. It's the only W It's the only like main roster show that I actually care about. So, which is a good thing. So, I'm not gonna go ham on this. What you guys think about Big Show going to AEW?
2: Um, I. It caught
1: me by surprise. Like, I woke up in the morning, me and too. I go on Instagram, and I'm like, and I see Paul White joins AEW. And I'm like, wait a second, wasn't what? this man what? just in WWE? And so I thought it
0: was a meme graphic from a fan, and then I looked up and saw who it was posted by, and I was like, oh, okay.
1: Right. Um, as I looked into the details, as I looked into the details, one, I just want I just want cl- to point out a couple of things here. One, we already know this man is um I, I'm just gonna put it, I'm just going to put it straight and simple. This man's going to wrestle. Now how much is he going to wrestle? He, I don't know. I don't think he wrestles much, but he's also going to do some commentary um, on, on, I believe on AE, on a new Aew show that there's supposed to be another Aew show coming yeah. on.
2: It's a YouTube show on Mondays.
1: So I mean, um, I've never heard him do commentary, but at the same time, I've never seen this man act, and apparently he's a uh, he's an actor. Um he's more uh, so of he a comm- He's
2: still He canceled.
1: Oh uh, well there uh, that tells you everything. Um his act is horrible. <laughs> that tells you me everything. But Never heard him do commentary. Oh, wow. I don't think he's ever, I don't I don't think I've ever heard him do commentary before.
3: He so, can talk.
1: Big show can talk. Yeah, so, he can. Um, so so that'll be interesting to me. But I think that man's gonna wrestle. By without a doubt, he's gonna wrestle. I don't think he wrestles much. I don't think he wrestle I think he wrestles on an occasion, but I don't think he's gonna wrestle as much. But apparently that he was He's been unhappy with WWE since um, I think Legends Night. He's made it known. Oh yeah, uh, he made it known that he was unhappy during you Legends. Think,
3: Night.
2: You, what you thought that WWE was actually going to use you? Why do we? Why would the WWE use them? A, just answer that for me, guys. Oh, I couldn't tell you why if they could or why they would use them. If, oh, if, you, WWE, if you own the WWE, would you book book show?
0: And his age? No. As an attraction, yes, but only as an attraction. I wouldn't do what they did and have him be on TV every week. Put him on an occasional pay-per-view, build it up on Raw and SmackDown with vignettes and stuff like that. This guy is freaking seven foot tall.
2: I, I I don't see uh honestly I don't see a reason to have Big Show on TV anymore. I think he's done his thing.
0: As an attraction and that's what w, or that's I'm sorry that's what AEW is going to do. They should utilize him for special shows as an attraction, not have him on their TV show every week. Because if they do, it's going to ruin his mystique. He's but supposed to be a commentary. Out, if he comes out as a, like as a talent if he's going to do that, if he comes out every few months to intimidate somebody or to set something up, then that's fine. But don't use him every week. Because no, why the, I agree. WWE, WWE wasn't doing no, that though. So. I don't see how, why he was
1: pissed. WWE, it, WWE didn't, need, didn't use him at. Well I don't want to say they didn't use him at all. But he was rarely used. He was more of an ambassador. If anything. And I yeah. don't think Big Show. And, and we all know. He probably thinks. Hey I got a few more years left in me. I don't think Big Show. Wanted to be used. As an. As an. "Quote unquote ambassador of WWE, where you're never on TV, you you don't have really a real role within the bit within the company as cre- in creative or anything like that. He had no real role. He was his just last, hey,
2: his last um role in the WWE was when Randy uh beat all he was he was like beating up all but, the legends. But I meant, but remember that. I meant- I remember that, but I meant like,
1: okay. Here, here's what I mean by this. You're in WWE, right? You uh, you wrestle. You have no clue what your role is in terms of. Are am I still on screen? Am I being transitioned to a backstage role? What what like he don't know what his position is. And now I'm assuming here. I, I this this is something that I don't know. There could be more to it, or it could be less to it. He don't know what his role is, so you're just there. You're just this "quote unquote" ambassador, where you're there to to hand out cars, to talk to to kids, saying, "Yeah, I wrestle in the WWE." Basically, you're taking on the Mar- what Mark Henry is doing right now.
2: Mark Henry actually retired, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. Big Show that's never that, really retired. Thought
2: that Big Show retired too. No,
1: nope. he, he never. never- he never retired. He never announced a retirement or anything. I think he was hurt and at, for a certain period of time. And then after that, they just never used him. They pushed him to the wayside. And it was like, hey, just be this ambassador or whatever.
0: They, so, they said that he retired in a press release, but he never actually said that he retired. No, he didn't.
1: They, they just said that, quote unquote. So, they can keep him off a of TV. And they didn't want, and they, you knew they didn't want to use him, but they didn't want to
2: let him go either. That was the that thing. Big Show's last good run was when he was part of the stable with Seth Rollins, Kane, and Triple H, though. So. I think they didn't want him. WWE recently
1: has remember been very reluctant. I remember that run, but I'm just saying. I think WWE is very reluctant to let guys go now with AEW out there. Like before AEW, before AEW was Why a was the thought, they I'm sure they would have gone, Hey, we, we're letting you go. We wish you luck. Now they're just like, We're not gonna let you go. We're but we don't we don't wanna let you go, but we're not gonna use you.
2: Anyway, I I, I I don't have anything against Big Show leaving the WWE. I personally. I was shocked. I don't have anything against it. Definitely shocked. Still a WWE Hall of Famer in, in, in the future. But we'll, uh, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about AEW. I'm just going to go down some results. Moxley, he jobbed out uh, Nemeth, uh, a.k.a. Ziggler's brother. Team Taz dropped sure. out. They jobbed out vars- the uh, uh varsity blondes, which I really like um uh, Brian Pillman Jr., he's pretty dope. These kids are they'll be a solid tag team. But it's the, the tag team division is so deep over there, I don't think they'll get that much, you know, love over there. But after that match, after Cajun Starks gets the win, Sting and uh Darby Allen had a pretty dope vignette where uh they both came out um Darby Allen came from from the Raptors with his skateboard he hits I believe it was Brian Cage and you know they both beat the shot of uh Cage and Starks sting stinger splash and a scorpion Death drop and uh they moved on to the next segment next segment next match actually Jack Jack Hager uh, jobbed out Brandon Cutler and to talk about there. Adam Page went against Isaiah Cassidy, and the Dark Order was definitely uh watching uh, his back because Matt Hardy was there. Also, you had Angelico was there and. Jack Evans, so he's, uh, so basically the Dark Order came to watch his back and Paige gets the win, but after the match, Hardy throws one of the Dark Order members over the over the ramp to, uh, the fucking table.
3: So, yeah.
2: Moving on, women's world title eliminator match, Britt Baker against Nyla Rose, solid women's match, Britt Baker, I fucking love her. I, I I just love her fucking character right now. Uh, but now that Rose gets to win, Britt Baker's out of the tournament, so she moves on. And the main event. To see who would join um, the rest of the gentlemen in the face of Revolution Ladder Match, Qualifier Match. You got Ray Phoenix versus Lance Archer. Solid matchup. And as we know, Ray Phoenix is the fucking dude. I'm just mad at Raiden and win this match. Of course, they had Lance Archer win the match. And he will be part of the latter match. And, uh, another thing that I didn't mention. So later, so, Chris Jericho and MJF attacked the Young Bucks' dad. So the Young Bucks definitely were pissed off. And, uh, We'll see what happens at Revolution, and I know Nate was probably over there, like, yes, yes, yes. Wait, you mean the Young Bucks dad got attacked,
1: and they were upset about it? But these are the same dudes who super kicked a seven-year-old at a house show, or not a house show, but at an indie show. It's really <laughs> stupid.
2: Ah!
3: You Wait,
2: <laughs> you mean they get they get upset? <laughs> They get upset, but but
1: kick it. They draw the line on their dad getting up getting attacked, but they super kicked the seven year old on his birthday at an indie event.
0: I'm 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 so I'm so daring. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wait a
1: second. Uh, okay, all right. You know I'm what? I'm just saying, you can't get mad about your dad being... I mean, I understand it. I get... All right, for everyone... Yes, I know this was all, like, right. plotted and everything. I get being upset that your dad was attacked. Hey, but ladies, at the same time, you attacked us. You you super kicked a seven-year-old. Ladies and Matt Larry, you, you got to laugh. The,
2: the guy's a comedian.
1: <laughs> I'm laughing at this whole thing. Hey, um, let's move on real quick. That's we are, we're going to make you pay. We're going to make you pay for attacking our dad. But what did you do to the seven-year-old, though? <laughs> uh, <laughs> move, move, Jericho, move. don't bring that up.
0: That's Man, that of, is a
1: uh, lost opportunity.
2: You guys are
3: funny. Let's move. On.
0: Kind of stuff that I don't want to be watching wrestling in front of because then people are going to say, why do you watch this shit? The Young Bucks suck. End of story. I personally like the young bucks we'll move on. Um
2: moving on so um, I was talking to Matt earlier, and Matt wanted to bring up something on the show,
1: yes, I did um it's, i
2: it, it has to do it w- uh women's wrestling so just
1: go ahead, yeah, so this was probably about three weeks ago, maybe maybe a month ago I was um reading an article from uh, and I guess it was talking about um Corey Graves Corey Graves was talking about the women's tag team division in WWE and how he feels that there are no legit quote-unquote tag team women's tag teams in WWE um and he said that I, I believe he said that Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke was probably the closest to being a legit tag team. Um, and that the rest of the tag teams are basically, he feels like they're being just thrown together. You're just throwing, you're just throwing uh, the, women, the women competitors into a tag team where they just needed the TV time. Now, he didn't say it in that context, but he basically said you're just throwing together teams or you're just basically throwing it together hoping that it sticks. Um, in essence to that, and I, I don't disagree with Corey Graves because I feel like WWE is just throwing together tag teams and just going, well, we want to put her on TV. Let's give her TV time. Although singles, giving her you know, giving her a, a singles opportunity won't be it. Let's put her in a tag team. I disagree with there's not. I, I, I feel like he left off one legit tag team, which is the Riot Squad. I felt like he kind of left them off. But I don't completely disagree with Corey Graves in, in that essence. Um I feel like WWE is they just throwing Peyton together. Royce.
2: They have Peyton Rich and Billy Cable. They, they fucked up. Yeah. I, I just feel like
1: they're throwing together tag teams and just going, Well, Let's put I like put
2: Basler and Nia Jax together. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't mind know. it. I get I don't, I don't why they, personal. I get why they put Nia. So not to cut you off, I get why they put Nia Jax and and Shayna together, because you can't put they're on the same brand, and you can't put them in a title picture because you have Charlotte Flair, you have Asuka, and, and you have whoever else, right. So you can't really put them in in the singles uh, picture. You have to do it one by one, which means the other is going to get lost in the fold. You're going to have somebody lost in the fold, and you have to have Charlotte Flair in a title picture, and a singles title picture somewhere. You just have to. So how do you keep Shayna and and, um, Nia on TV? Well, you throw them together in the tag team. So I get that. I get that part. I absolutely get that part. But the rest, I feel like they're just throwing They're they're just putting together tag teams and just going, well, we'll try you out and we'll put this together. There's not many legit tag teams that they're
2: building. It's just. The random ones. Let me tell you some of the random ones. Lana. And fucking uh, Lana and uh Nate in uh Naomi. Yes. I kinda like um Natalia and uh Tamina because they're actually friends. Kinda makes sense. I feel like that's a
1: random put together tag team though. Like but they it, just it me.
3: people that they're doing
0: nothing with.
2: Yeah. So, if if me like me and Nate, we watch NXT a lot. I play NXT. Their tag division is way more. It makes a lot more sense. (laughs) Yeah. Their their tag division down there. there But they take the time to
1: build it, though. It's not like they throw it together and just like, hey, they're a tag team. Like them. They actually take the time to build their tag teams. And it makes sense because they built it. Like you had a story behind it. I feel like with WWE, when it comes to their tag team division with, with uh, the women, it's, there's no story behind it. Even the Dusty Classic, the Dusty Classic, you have a story behind it. You get what I mean? Like there's a story within why they're teaming together, and you want to see, you're invested in it to see if it works or not. I can't wait but,
3: for Raquel
2: you know, and. Um... And uh, Dakota Kai to win those and um titles. They need to win. I think so. I honestly
1: think so. Because if they don't... Because here's the thing. If they don't win it, then who beats Nia and, and Shayna?
2: Then who nobody. else beats it? Really nobody. I mean,
1: you, I mean, I would be pretty upset if they built that up just for Lana to beat freaking Nia
2: Jax. The pin line. It's looking like Charlotte is going to uh, turn again, so... But yeah, she, she... For the millionth time. Yeah. but No one cares. Keep it real with you, though, know, Matt. This conversation, we we can have this... This is, like, one of those conversations we can... It's a long-ass conversation, for sure. I kind of want to have this conversation with uh Tom and Lyle, these guys, come back on, hopefully, one day. <laughs> Shout-out to those guys, by the way. <laughs> hopefully, one day. One day. Uh, okay. well, and you okay. say, I'm the comedian no it's i i'm just i'm just messing with those guys if if they're listening but let's move on new japan pro wrestling had a show last night nate was on twitter last night with it talk to us about the show
0: um hold on one second let me pull up just yeah this hits with the results let us know what happened uh um do you want me to go over night one and night two because there's two nights Go over, um, yeah, okay. Um, well, since we're not on uh, what, whatever app that we used the, or that we did that show on that one week, at least I know I'm not going to get cut off. <laughs> but, uh, that still pisses me off, but anyway, um, night one, you had United Empire defeating Ken Tenkozy of Tanahashi or um. Or Tenkozy and
3: uh, Tanahashi in a six-man. I love love you. yeah. Um, they're okay.
0: Uh, They they need. Hey, do you think Marty Scrooge joins them? I hope not. I never want to see that fucker in a wrestling ring again. Goodness. (laughs) Goodness. Wait,
2: ladies and gentlemen, negative Nate.
0: I'm not being negative. I'm being serious. I know you are. Um, but uh, <clears throat> that's something I won't talk about on air. I know, but anyway, what you, I know exactly where where
2: where where, where you, you're like. Going. I might have
0: to wait till after this show to find out what the heck happened.
2: Yeah, for sure. We will.
0: Um. Then the second match, you had Tanga Loa defeating Yoshihashi. Um, Yoshihashi's been passable since he, um, won the six man tag titles and now I believe he's a tag champion. Um, yeah. So, or something like that. He was either, I can't remember, but anyway, uh, Yoshihashi loses In the next match. You had, uh, Goto defeating Tamatonga. um, match was okay. Like I said, these shows were pretty good, but the, um. Like I just watched so much wrestling, it like all runs together for me. But anyway, um, on to the next match. You had Toru Yano defeating Chase Owens in a YTR State Texas Strap Match for the KOB KOPW Twenty Twenty One Trophy, um. They had it so you had to remove all four corners of the turnbuckle padding um, because that's Yano's gimmick um, and touch them all and then beat the shit out of each other. But uh, Chase Owen's lost. Um, He's the champion and I guess a
3: Texas promotion.
0: So they did a Texas trap match. For the trophy, but uh, Toru Yano is still the holder of the 2021 KOPW trophy. Um, Then you had Jay White defeating Tomohiro Ishii. This match was really fucking good. Um, If you have the time, go out and watch it. But yeah, it was, or go watch it. But yeah, this match was excellent. Um, Jay White is great. Tomohiro Ishii is great. Very underutilized. Um, but he's good when he's put in a big spot. Um
3: and then next up we had Okada defeating Evil.
0: Um Okada was demanding a singles match against Evil since the new beginning tour. Um They face off in Hiroshima, but the brief encounter was nothing more than an angle to set up the eventual longer confrontation. And that happened at Castle Attack Night 1. This match was really, really good. Um, Okada did his thing. Evil's okay. Uh, I didn't buy him as a champion. I was shocked as hell when he won it. Um, If things were normal, he never would have. But uh, he didn't have it for very long. Now he's back to doing um, lower to mid card matches. But he was in against the ace of the company. So, and I thought this match was pretty good. Um, and that was your night one main event. So pretty good show. Um, this show didn't look as strong as paper. Uh, strong on paper as day two looked and day two overall was the better show, but night one was still pretty good. Um, then on night two, you had 10 cozy defeating Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb in the first match. Um, then you had Okada, EC and Yano defeating Jay White, evil and Chase Owens. um, Solid six-man tag match. Um, then you had, and this kind of shocked me, um, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating the great Okan to retain the Never way Championship. I thought, and a lot of people on Twitter early in the morning, thought that, um, or well, I guess, would have been last night into this morning even though we're on the next day now because it's past midnight but anyway hiroshi tanahashi defeated great the great okan i thought that the great okan was going to win this and win the never open way title because they like i said before they see him as the future star of the company but um tanahashi beat him again so we'll see where it goes but it was a it was a solid match um Great Okan beat the shit out of Tanahashi the whole match. And then uh, Tanahashi was able to outsmart the bigger Okan with a um, backslide roll up or not really a backslide. I can't remember what it's called, but he pinned him um, in in a surprise fashion. So it didn't look it didn't make uh, the great Okan look weak. Um, But uh, Tanahashi was able to get the win, retain the title and Great O'Conn still looks good. That's how you do matches like that WWE. So uh, you might want to watch some of these shows and uh, Mm -hmm. have some of your bookers watch some of these shows and uh, take notes and figure out how to properly run a company. Um, Then you had El Desperado. So to set up this match, um, this is a triple threat match um, for the vacated Junior Heavyweight Championship we all know that, or well, I think the three of us know, but some of our listeners may not know, um, that uh, Takashi uh has a shoulder injury that he will need surgery on, so it's going to put him out of action for at least six months, so he will not be able to defend the title. So they stripped him of it, and they put this triple threat match together um, to determine the new champion of the now vacated title. It was supposed to be, I believe, uh Takashi versus Phantasmo. Um if memory serves me right. But it turned into a triple threat match. And I thought that Fantasmo was going to win this um since his original opponent was injured. But surprisingly, well first off this match was really, really good. Um and actually this wasn't the main event, so I'm sorry. This is co main event. Are you sure Desperado won the uh title i am I really really am because for the longest time he's like and if you listen to voices of wrestling Weekly like I do like Joe Lanza will say that he's like a a lower level junior um and that he's not like he's good, but he's not like they don't really do anything with him, but I'm shocked that Desperado won the title, but I've liked him for a really long time, and I'm really happy that he won um I think he's really, really good, very underappreciated, underutilized. But now that he's in a big spot, I'm hoping that he'll be able to run with it and that they won't do like a bait and switch and just put the title on somebody else in his first defense. And New Japan doesn't typically do that. But in 2020 and 2021, this company's been really, really weird. So anything is possible at this point. So I just, but I want to see Fantasmo or not Phantasmo, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Desperado uh, have a solid run with the title because I think he deserves it. Guy's really, really good. And like I said, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, then in the main events for the Intercontinental Championship only, you had Kota Ibushi defeat and retain the Intercontinental title against Tetsuya Naito. The big rumor coming into the show was that Tetsuya Naito was going to win and that they would split off the, Inter- the Intercontinental title from the heavyweight title. That did not happen. Um, and I'll get to what happened yeah, later. I say, didn't they drop some news today about the title? Yeah, I'll get to that later. Um, but Kotobushi defeated Naito for the title. Um, or to retain the title, even though uh, Naito should have freaking won. But anyway, then later in a press conference that I did not watch, or maybe it was announced before the press conference, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship is no more. They have retired it. Um, they have merged. They essentially unified the Intercontinental title history with the heavyweight title history. Um, so it's now the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is now known as the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So they renamed the title. I don't know if they're gonna redo the title's design because they just recently got a newer title. But uh I was hoping that Naito was gonna win the Intercontinental title so he could treat it like shit again and like <laughs> do what he did Throw the it first time.
2: Throw it in the air and shit.
0: Yeah, and like Totally just trash it and whatever, but because that was entertaining as hell, but that's not going to happen now because the intercontinental title, the one that Shinsuke Nakamura made famous in New Japan Pro Wrestling, has now been officially retired. Um, so I don't a decision, um, because I f- feel like it frees up the mid card, and with the U.S. title being stuck in the United States, um, it kind of sucks that they don't have that. Got the never well, open way? no, the, the United States title. Well, no, I was talking about the open way. Uh, they can they, they have to, they, they'll have to elevate that one to get it to the spot that the Intercontinental title was in. I think that's the plan. That has to yep. be the plan. I do, I do as well. So I think they'll have no problem doing it. I just think it was a weird decision and kind of out of left field that they decided to unify the titles. They should have unified the titles last year when uh, they unified them in the first place. It wasn't a true unification. Um, so let, me, let me ask you this, Nate.
2: Uh, I'm trying to cut you off, but are you hyped for the New Japan Cup bracket I just sent you?
0: I haven't gotten a chance to look at it yet, but we'll get into it. Um, I'll just say this. My sleep schedule is going to be screwed um, in March. So, All I got to say, can I, can I name one match for you real quick?
2: Well, let me look at
0: it quick. Hold on.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm excited.
1: One thing. Got to let the man at least look at it first. Like, let him. One thing,
2: and then we'll go on to the next. All right, my bit. I'm just, I don't know why. I, I haven't been this excited to talk New Japan in a while.
0: But this this is looking retarded good. Hold on. Let me save this to my phone so I could blow it up. Because your screenshot sucks. I didn't even screenshot it. I just saved it and sent it.
2: <laughs> okay. So. Hold on. So a lot of upsets going to be happening.
3: So, okay. So, Evil's getting a buy into the first round it, or into the second round, it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, my thing the, uh, left side of the bracket
2: looks very intriguing. The match that I want to talk about Okada versus
3: Shingo. That's going to be a banger. Retarded. Yep. Um, in the round? Yeah. Without a doubt.
2: Like, <clears throat> it can go either way. You know, but you got some matches that you can definitely like. Look, what about Jay White and Tanahashi?
0: They've faced before, but that'll be interesting in the first round.
2: Of course. Um, of course, they are faced before. Like a lot of these guys have faced before, but I'm just saying, like in this tournament, it's gonna be good. Another one uh, I like,
0: Sonata and Ishii. Yeah, that'll be good. And then the one match that I saw was, um,
3: uh, where was it? You've
0: got Naito and the Great Okan. Um, Facing each other in the first round on the left side of the bracket, so I think that that match, like I keep saying this, I think Okan's going to beat Tom, uh, beat Naito, um, advance to the second, and then Naito is going to get eliminated right away. Um, Zach Sabre
2: versus uh, Gabriel Kidd, they face each other. I saw a little clips of it. I actually want to see that match. Uh, Of course, Zach's probably going to get the W. And Will Ospreay is going to face Tenzine. And of course, he's going to win. So Will Ospreay and Zach are going to probably face the next round.
3: Yeah. David David Finley's,
2: um, him and Chase 'er are going to go at it. I'm really not a fan of either one, but if I had to choose one, David Finley. Yeah, for sure. Kenta and Juice Robinson. Kenta should be getting a W there.
3: Hanama versus Suzuki. Godo versus Tishi. Oh, I I say, say say his name. Yeah. So they should Is they're EC or E C
2: E, whatever one you prefer, but yeah. So they're gonna face each other. You got Big you got um, Fale, uh versus Jano.
0: I don't care for those two. <laughs> that match is going to suck. I'm probably going <laughs> to be honest. If I'm not watching it live. and so, some shows, I won't be able to watch live because I work during the week. But any weekend shows, like anytime there's two shows lined up on a weekend, I'll be watching live for sure. But yeah, the Cubs definitely um, announcements have happened. There's no show tonight, right? No, they're done until the cup starts in a couple of days. They also announced um,
2: Roger Stone style. Uh, this is more on the United States
0: area. Yeah, Rocky so who cares? huh? Yeah. So who cares?
2: So Rocky Romero versus Leo Rush is happening. Honestly, I don't care about the rest of these guys. <laughs> That's
0: why I said who cares? <laughs> hey, I uh, see ACH is down there. The USA stuff sucks.
2: I saw ACH is down there. But um, yeah, we're coming to an end of the show, folks. Solid show. I hope um you guys uh, do us a favor and uh follow us on Twitter at wrestling heads. We are on Instagram at wrestling heads. Uh You can follow me at dot wrestlingheads.com. I say it every week. It is coming soon. Trust me.
0: My people are definitely working on it. We got It'll a be- dope ass. Huh? It'll be here in a year. Stop saying it's coming soon if until it actually gets here. I definitely got to start doing that. Um, we got
2: a dope poster that my people's made for me that I posted on Instagram today so, um hope you guys like the feed the uh hopefully you get some good feedback on it um Nate give your information out there
0: um excuse me you can follow me on twitter at headliner5 um at least until twitter dies and uh all my tweets become super tweets and I charge you to read them um <laughs> Because I don't know if you have heard about Twitter's new model that they have coming out. That's basically what's going to happen. So, um, it's gonna s- what? So, tw- <laughs> not to oh, be honest, he hasn't heard about that. But so Twitter is rolling out this new paid option where they're make they're. Do you guys know this is really weird segue? But like, if you've heard of OnlyFans, okay, where you yeah, shouldn't just- segue into that. Women, like pages, <laughs> and then like you pay to like view pictures well now you're gonna be able to do that on like s- someone could take it like tweet something, put it behind a paywall, and then you, you like they charge you, and they get money if you buy it and read it What the fuck yeah so oh like, you you best believe I'm gonna do voice tweets and I'm gonna start doing that you gotta you gotta pay to hear what I want to say stuff. um. But yeah, it's so Twitter as we know it is dead, or it will be soon. Um, So I might delete it. Um, So with that said, uh, (laughs) you can follow me on Instagram um, at headliner05. Um, I am close to 500 followers. I'm trying to get there. I lost a follower like a while ago. I have no idea who it is. I don't care. But um, yeah, follow me on Instagram at headliner zero five.
2: I'm gonna get you some files tonight.
0: <laughs> Good, cause I need them. Um, and
2: uh, Matt.
1: Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at TrueBlueLawry21. Um, it is private for 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 certain reasons. That I will not get into, but you go ahead, request me, I will uh go ahead and accept you um really, just you know uh, um you wanna talk some wrestling with me? feel free to i'm I have no issues talking wrestling with anybody. Just be prepared to hear my opinions on on certain things.
2: I'm gonna just let people know right now. I'm not charging you guys to re wrestling head shit so. Rasner, we go. Oh, uh, we go cause still tweet. You know, what so I'm saying.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm charging for you to listen to my stuff. To, They're to, called to, super it. tweets. It's so stupid. You're. I'm charging for you to read my stuff. We are in a pandemic, and people need money. Gotta get paid. I
2: just go on OnlyFans for that. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, folks.
3: Pervert. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for listening to Wrestling Heads Radio. We will be back next week. Hope we have Tom on with us live. Matt, you know, Matt, he's always welcome to come on. So, uh, until next week, I'm Skits, that's Nate, that's Matt, and this is Wrestling Heads Radio. Peace out, folks.